Live from Music City, Nashville, Tennessee, this is J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez. A trip of music discovery. Jamie is picking people he thinks you'll really like. Musicians, artists, producers, and everyone involved in the world of music. Here's your host, Jamie Rodriguez. It's beginning to look a lot like... Wait, not quite yet. Almost there, almost there. Let's get to Thanksgiving first and then and then we'll start uh, bubbling up the Christmas spirit. But it's right around the corner, guys. Can you believe it? Anyway, welcome to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. This is your humble host, Jamie Rodriguez. This and every episode, how is everybody doing, J-Rod Concerts family? Hope you all are doing great. Uh, lots going on in our world. You know, season two of Live at 100 Taylor Street is coming right up. So we're going to start shooting with some great talent, our in-person show here in Nashville. You know, thank you all that have signed up to our newsletter at jrodconcertspodcast.com. You know, it's once a week on Fridays, the five songs you need to know. So if you're not in it, check it out. Short email, easy to unsubscribe if you don't like it. So yeah, absolutely, guys. And today's guest, ladies and gentlemen, unbelievable talent from Sweden. Some people call her the emo Dolly Parton. Drumroll for Maya Francis. Unbelievable new album that she just released. Maya Francis. Her new album, guys, called A Pink Soft Mess, dropped just recently on uh, on Benny Anderson's label. Uh, Benny Anderson of ABBA, of course. And it is just a fantastic album. You know, as, as we know, we're big fans of stuff that comes out of Sweden. Maya is based in Stockholm, um, you know, and uh, one of her tracks, Anxious Angel, has been featured on Netflix in a Love and Anarchy show. She's been praised by international media, by fans, by Elle magazine, Tov Low love her. She's got unique blend of pop-driven glitter country. Really profound, really glitzy, really fun to dance to. We just love Maya Francis, and it was an honor to have her on the show. Also, great conversation. You guys are going to love it. You guys are going to love the conversation with Maya. And uh, she performs an exclusive um, an exclusive song as well at the end. So you make sure you stick around for that. Uh, so yes, guys, without further ado, this is the J-Rod Concerts Conversation with Maya Francis. Hi, Jamie. There you are, Maya Francis. Hello. Oh, the I can see my name. Right? Behind well, you know, of course. We have a star in the house, the star oh itself. Oh, my God. I'm so honored. Look at Thank you. Thank you. You look great, wow. Maya. Thank you. It's so dark. I tried to, like, put all my lights on, but it's um, the sun goes down at, like, 3.30. Yeah. Yeah. So we're recording this afternoon time, uh, you know, in Sweden. Right. Yeah. Right. I love it, but it's moody. It's great. You it know? is moody. It's really moody. That's why I'm always kind of, yeah. Emotional. I dig it. Yeah, <laughs> it's very on brand. Yeah, exactly. That's what exactly. I was going to say. <laughs> I blame the Swedish weather. <laughs> oh my God, Maya. But I was telling my producer earlier, listening to like a, to, to, um, a Pink Soft Mess. What a fucking amazing album, Maya. I'm part of my French. But these songs, Maya, mm -hmm. to me, I mean, talk about songwriting. All these songs, except obviously the Kate Bush one, like, oh my God, the songwriting, just phenomenal stuff. Absolutely. Thank you. Wow. Thank you so much. Yeah, of Thank course. The world. Thanks, Maya. Oh, and, so you know, I, 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 I wonder if the fact that, like, you wrote 
these songs by yourself. I mean, isn't that part of the satisfaction when you release an album that everyone is loving? I mean, I mean, yes, you did have some mm-hmm. some 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 help from like Johannes Runesmark and that kind of stuff. But when you yes. look back on it, isn't that special accomplishment that it came from your head and now it's out there? It is actually. I'm so glad you asked that because like what you know, when I released my EPs and my old stuff, it was a lot of people involved. We were always like four people in a room and I was always like in a, I felt so stressed out by that, you know? And somehow like, if I have a lyric in my head, I need to think about that. Like for me, sometimes it goes like for in a day, but like I need half a year sometimes, six months, you know, to just like realize what does anxious angel mean? Or like, what is it? And then, being in sessions with all these people and we're going to record in a day we're going to like write a song in a day it just didn't work so I'm kind of glad that this time it was my lyrics and my melodies and they were free to like live their life if you know what I mean yeah like yeah I didn't have I didn't have a box to like put myself in it was so yeah it's really special that you say this about the album because it's so much of me in there and I've never felt that way so yeah no absolutely and like you know we feel like you're talking to like really like you're opening yourself up really deeply in it it's really wonderful and Maya when you have like a great lyric like like do you carry around a notepad with you a diary like you know in case inspiration strikes like do you record yourself like what's your process there yeah I think it's different like sometimes I have my little notebook but usually unfortunately it's the little phone the third arm (laughs) (laughs) I'm like I'm trying to leave it but you know it's just there and uh, so whenever I think of something I write it in my phone and I have like you know I I guess many musicians have like 500 millions of voice memos and stuff and unfortunately it comes at night a lot for me like if I'm between uh, sleep and awake yeah it's always like oh no I now I now there's something and I have to like wake up and I don't want to wake up my boyfriend so I'm like I go to the bathroom and I try to whisper the melody Interesting. I have so many spooky voice memos it's like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I, <laughs> I love that though yeah, yeah tiny tornadoes was one of those I was like just woke up and like I just heard something and I just ran to the bathroom. I, I yeah, love yeah. that. I mean, that's how Paul McCartney came out with like, yes, you know, with, with yesterday, I think, just in his sleep. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm like so, Paul McCartney. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So there is something to that, that like part yeah. of your sleep where you're like half conscious, half awake. So nice. Like, that's kind of amazing. Like maybe the brain is just clear of yeah. everything at that point. Like, yeah. yeah, you're like your true self. I love that, Maya. Yeah. Amazing. So, I mean, there's so much to talk to you about. I could talk to you for 17 hours. I mean, you have such an interesting <laughs> life, interesting career. But I mean, for my audience that may not know, I mean, you grew up and your dad owned a record store, right? Yeah, he did. How, how was that? You know, like the memories of you just being surrounded by beautiful music and beautiful artwork and stuff. Yeah, I'm really thankful for that time because it. I dream about his store sometimes. I think like it was such a big part of my childhood, just like going to the store after my school was done um, and then because he had it from when I was like one year old I can't remember that time but then and he closed it when I was around 15 so mm. it's kind of like those years between you know oh, 10 yeah. and 15 it was so so uh, strong and I remember just sitting by the counter and 
looking at him talking to all these people and he knew wow. so much and he was so interested and then I could just sit there and like listen and you know when I was around 10 to 13 I just wanted to listen to like crap music in his ears he tried to make me listen to you know Toto and stuff but I just wanted to listen to absolute music you know kind of like euro dance things and then sure. when I was I think around 13 or and then I maybe I was actually I was younger I started to come into this like Alanis Morissette and Mariah Carey and like I started to listen to all these voices amazing and his story is kind of yeah yeah it's like you it's like you, you can like, like pinpoint your life growth at the yeah. record store that's yeah it's kind of I have I haven't thought about that but like that's actually true yeah such, yeah and the Alanis era, you were probably already started to like like boys and stuff. So you're like, well, she's a badass. Oh, yeah. so, I know. I know. love I love her. <laughs> and I love her still. But like. Oh. oh, I love it. I love it, Maya. And, you know, Maya, when um, when Last Days of Dancing came out and then Come Companion, like it roared basically and critics and fans, everyone ate it up. It was like a smash hit. It did create some sort of reflection on you as an artist, right? Like because you were getting this attention and you were like, well, is this what I really want? Like. Is this like the path that I want to follow? Right. I was, I'm curious if there's a moment, like a moment where you really had this breakthrough of reflection, like a moment where it became too much or a moment where you were just like, I can't. Right. Yeah. So it was, I had so much fun. Like during that time, it was kind of like a adrenaline kick, a long adrenaline kick. And like, ah, I just, I felt kind of high for a while, uh, you know kind of acting pop star uh, role <laughs> and yeah. uh, and then like as things started to move too fast I, I think it was also like like we talked about earlier not me not writing all my songs I didn't feel truly like connected to everything I did even if it was fun writing with friends and like um I felt all the songs but there was something in me not like um, I don't know the English word but like authentic to yourself yeah exactly I didn't feel yeah. like I, I was rooted like in your it. true so, self right yeah exactly it was like not rooted um, and then so my body I think my body helped me because I after I released my EPs I kind of I got a panic attack like the night of my release party and then it just didn't end so I had like a panic attack every other night I woke up like couldn't breathe so it was uh, yeah my body said stop so that was the first yeah. part of it it's like okay stop I couldn't couldn't even decide to like push myself which was really good because that would end up really bad I think so then I slept for three months and I realized I was in a deep depression uh, and I've, I've had depressions through my life because of my ADHD. It's really easy for me to like get burnouts and stuff. Sure. And I didn't, I've learned so much these years about my ADHD or, and my personality and my needs, but like, it was not back then it was just like rock bottom in a way. And then, yeah. So music was a part of that um, breaking down. I think that for some reason I felt like it was a bad um, relationship like a music or like a love love yeah. relationship yeah and totally. uh, it was destructive and I was like I need to break up with music 
I just like, so I did. I thought I did. <laughs> so right. I was like, I'm never gonna, I don't have to release anything. I don't have to do this. I don't want any pressure. I don't like, just leave me alone, you know? And then um, my friends and my family and like my, the person who's my closest, like kind of my manager person, Jessica, sure. she was just like the best in that moment. She was like, I'm so proud of everything we've done. She's never like pushed me in any way. Like, and she was like, just sleep and never stop singing for yourself. Like that, that was my only promise to her. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, but it's so impressive that like you were able to recognize this pattern and like break it so young. I mean, there's adults that go their whole life and they don't know how to break destructive patterns. Yeah. And, I mean, and, I feel yeah. like I'm old, but I maybe I'm not. No, you're young. <laughs> but, 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 soul. You, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, 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 you know, know what? I, I, sh I should tell my audience, Maya Francis, her soul is 400 years old. I forgot to mention that. Yes. You, you, yeah. You are like a 400 year old. I feel soul. tired. <laughs> You've seen it all. Yeah. Oh, no, God. but thank you for saying that. It was, it, yeah. I'm, I'm just glad like that I gave myself the, or my body, I guess as well. But, you know, I have the luck, I had the luxury to go to therapy and like sleep. And I had a lot of love around me and I know that that's not the case for everyone. So I'm really, really grateful for like being able to like give myself time and stop and actually just like uh, wanting to exist again and like also eventually wanting to sing and play music again because that was not something I thought um, I would do. So yeah, the record is kind of like my journaling and my melodies that came to me in that healing process, I guess. And I like that I didn't think about it as, you know, this is something I have to release or like, what, no, what yeah. are people going to think about this? Um, it was only for me in the and beginning. You can tell and you can tell. And that's why it's so impactful. And that's why I think it's like, it's going to have legs for years because it's so like raw and authentic. It's, it's perfect. Really. It, it really is perfect. Maya. It's and, so um, and one of the songs, I mean, it got, it got us thinking the Kate Bush cover, right? This woman's work. I mean, you yes. did such an amazing job on it. And, you know, you've yeah. done some great covers before. You've covered Roxette, Must Have Been Love. Um, is there a song you can't sing, Maya? And, and what I mean is, uh, I feel like every song is within your range. Like, you could hit every note if you want. Am I correct? You're so sweet. I mean, can I have you on my shoulder? <laughs> no, but it's true. I, feel, I get it. We say hybris in Swedish. I don't know how you say it in, in English, but like when we fly away, you know, thinking that right. we're the best. Uh, so thank you. Um, and yeah, I mean, the Kate Bush cover. I, at first, I was in a, a show in Sweden, a TV show with uh, Jill Jonsson, which is like a country big country artist over here and and uh, I got asked to take one of my favorite songs with me to sing with her and um, I really loved how that turned out so I was like I have to record it and you know doing a Kate Bush cover is kind of like I don't know if that's a good idea or a bad <laughs> right. idea because she's like you know one of the best singers in the world but um but yeah so I think it turned out good and I felt every word and it kind of became like this tribute to her so I'm glad you like it. I really oh, yeah. love singing it. I really do. I mean, I, I think you have a very big voice. Like, do you ever have to tone yourself down, Maya? Like, do you ever have to tell yourself, wait, I'm putting too much into this. I got to <laughs> wait for the moment because you can't you can overpower a song, right? Oh, I, I haven't thought about that. Um, I think it's just like, I try to just follow how my lungs work and like, you know, <laughs> just like how the words come out. Sometimes you just want to like, 
I guess in real life, we also talk with big or small words. And yeah. I think I sing with small or big words. I like, if I just screamed everything, maybe it wouldn't, maybe people wouldn't listen. Right on, right on. No, no, it's true. Okay, let's talk about the new songs because you're being so generous with your time. I mean, let's chat about, I don't know, let's start with Mama, right? Which features yeah. uh, the girls of First Aid Kit. Beautiful tribute to mothers and just this, the aspect of motherhood. I'm curious, Maya, you know, now that you're like older, uh, I guess, and, you know, you've, you've experienced stuff and what is something that you just love and you've grown to appreciate from your mom and from mothers just in general every day? Oh, I think from my mom, it's, we both had our like mental health struggles. And I think growing up, it's hard. And we've talked about this, me and mom, because it's mm -hmm. been a journey for us. And like, it's just hard to understand that the struggles she went through is as a kid, you know, I didn't understand everything. And I was like, why is she in her room sleeping? I just, it was kind of a, yeah a difficult thing but then at the same time she's been my safety like she's always understood me in a way that nobody else did when I was like yeah. you know my being angry or like wanting to yeah all these things that all my storms in my head she right. always she's always been able to understand me and and never judge me and which is so powerful and now that I'm older I think what what I've understood most is like her struggle I guess like I understand her I was like okay that that's you were just a human being and like you have this little I don't know I just understand her yeah. that she's a person I guess sure um, yeah and we've like got to know each other in a new way again which yeah. is really beautiful um, and it's a beautiful song thank you yeah, I mean, moms are amazing. I mean, with the pandemic, the lockdown, of course, there oh. were many, many heroes, many heroes in many ways. But, but yeah. to me, like when I heard the stories about the single moms who were in lockdown I, with like I three saw. kids, that to me was like, wow, like that is like nah. next level, man. You know? I mean, moms are just like, yeah. I mean, women over, overall, I love women. And <laughs> I love right. moms, of course. And like just thinking about how they and how my mom took care of me, you know, that is like, without even thinking about it once it's like holding me and yeah yeah and that's uh, yeah for sure maya no no you nailed it you nailed it and um you know we were talking about toxic patterns before and lava love what a powerful song as well and yeah. it's gonna be great live lava love like we can just like see it live and it's, we're gonna freak out but you know why is it so hard maya do you think to break you know for my audience it's about toxic relationships and you know just how you could not break free why do you think just like it's hard to break patterns that we know destroy us, Maya, like humans? Uh, yeah. I mean, if I knew that, <laughs> I would not even have a pro. I mean, I wouldn't write the song, I guess. Um, but Lava Love is just like, I mean, that feeling of like wanting to hurt, I guess. And I think a part of, not everyone, I should say, but a lot of people have that in them. Like, just like, oh, I can't leave this. Like, I, I don't want to be in this because it hurts but I can't leave it because it's kind of also great to live on the edge I don't know it's yeah. just like this destructive love and hate relationship and um, which it's hard to leave it it's like a spiral I know that's why you're an artist you know we need that we need that little that you know <laughs> that you live on the edge there for all of us to grow yeah I love it. Right. I love it Maya well listen you've been so good with your time thank you so much thank there's you. a um 
are you are you in the mood to perform a song or you are not ready totally optional of course i can do like uh, i forgot my um i have my little piano so i oh, could do great. how we doing if that's okay with you oh my god we'd be honored are you kidding thank you uh, i think i should like remove these and just do it like the um computer microphone because otherwise okay. it will be i'll sure. try it you tell sure. me if the sound is terrible You can still hear me, right? I can hear your voice. Yeah, your vocals. <laughs> I'm going to turn you down and then put you up again. Okay. I feel like I'm the sound guy in the back of the stage and you're, and you're like sound checking. Oh, sorry. What's that? I feel like I'm like the sound guy on the soundboard yeah. and, you're, and you're on stage and you're like, <laughs> you're the sound technician. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I need more, less guitar, more vocals. <laughs> I hope this works. Uh, so here it is. How are we doing? You say you tell me read up our lives now. What are we doing? What are we doing? I wanna get out, but it might end in and now we out of the water. I mean, Maya, it's like 9 a.m. here. That's like the high, that's the high of my day. It's all downhill from here. Like, that's it. The, the day is over in Nashville. Unbelievable. Maya, thank you so much. What an artist. What an album. You got to come to America next year soon, as soon as I lockdown mean, is open. That's my plan and my dream. I really yes. 
and we need yeah. to hear this like so americans need to hear your art we need this and i mean that thank you so much you made my night so yeah absolutely you. you rock maya thank you so much thank great you. connecting with you thank bye. you talk soon bye. this has been the j-rod concerts podcast with jamie rodriguez